Hi, and welcome to 2021. Man, it feels good to say that. My name is John Pena. This is a new agent mindset, and I hope that you guys had a great New Year's, and let's jump right into it. So, uh, if you're new to the podcast, a real quick overview. I started this podcast several months ago uh, as a new real estate agent because I realized that there weren't a lot of voices out there in that space and I did not start it because I think that I am awesome or that I am great at this. Uh, if you listen to some of the previous episodes, you'll note that I make pretty consistent um, mention of the many mistakes and faults that I've made along the way. Um, probably the biggest one, quite honestly, is that it took me 10 months to actually start generating any real income from this business. And so, uh, like I said, I am not the boastful type. Um, I'm not putting this out there to, um, to, you know, to say, hey, look at me, I'm doing this great. I'm more putting it out there and saying, hey, look at me, um, I did this wrong, you should try to avoid that. Or sometimes, yeah, hey, I did this great, maybe uh, it'll work for you too. So, uh, we do have a website, newagentmindset.com. You can go there, you can sign up on the website. I'm going to start implementing a, a little newsletter, an outreach program there, and the probably the most important thing is what the podcast is about. So it, it's pivoted and changed a little bit, but now uh, I think we're pretty dialed, dialed in here. So the name of the podcast is New Real Estate Agent Mindset. So obviously it's geared towards new real estate agents and when you're first getting into real estate, you definitely have a lot of questions. There's so much noise that you have to kind of cut through um, to find what works for you. There's so many different strategies and tactics uh, to, to implement and try. So there's no shortage of advice out there on, on what to do. This podcast is really geared more towards the belief that I have, which essentially is that your personal mindset, uh, your, your attitudes, your belief system, that's actually what's going to differentiate you from uh, being successful versus not. Um, we all know that eight, nine out of 10 real estate agents are out of the business within three to five years, which is a pretty sobering statistic. And um, one of the reasons for that is definitely that uh, a lot of folks simply do not have the mindset where they can engage and communicate effectively with other human beings, right? And that's really what a lot of real estate is. You have to find clients. You have to find buyers, sellers, and investors who are ready and willing to, to make um, purchases uh, or to close transactions. And most of those people are strangers. And so if you can't build rapport with them, and earn their trust, get them to know and like you, get into flow with them, then they're probably not gonna wanna work with you, right? So they're, they're gonna find someone else, especially as a new real estate agent, um, you know, why would they work with you? Because you don't have any experience uh, unless you're actually a personable, um, interesting, competent, intel intelligent uh, person who they believe, you know what, yeah, this person might be new, but I like this person. Uh, I feel like I can trust them. They've done what they've said. Promises kept over time. That's what trust is. Uh, I'm going to go go ahead and work with them. So this podcast is all about giving you ideas about your mindset. Uh, the first book that we really jumped into was 
The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mondino. It had 10 mindset lessons. Uh, quite honestly, I think they're all awesome. Uh, real quick, form good habits, uh, come at people with love, per be persistent, identify your unique value position, uh, live this day as if it were your last, master your emotions, understand that this too shall pass, multiply your value, um, act now, and then there was an element of spirituality, which can be you know anything that you want it to be. So now we are going to, uh, I'm gonna start this new year off with uh, a book by Don Miguel Ruiz called The Four Agreements. And I said this in the last couple of episodes, but this essentially is my favorite mindset book. Um, it boils down to four agreements that you, um, you know, agree to have with yourself, essentially. And these, to me, are, are, have been life-changing. Uh, I still um, say these to myself every morning. Um, one of the uh, good habits that I've decided to implement um, this year, and I've always kind of done it, but I'm really going to uh, really commit to it strong, is every morning, I wake up, um, I do a little bit of um, breath work and body work just to get my, my body and my mind going. I do some breathing, um, clear my head, and then I have a couple of things that I go through um, personally, and these four agreements are, are one of those. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this book. So today, we're not gonna to get to the first agreement. I'm gonna give you some background because quite honestly, it's, um, you know, it, for some of you, it's gonna be new and uh, I want it to uh, kind of slowly digest and get in. So, a real quick background. Thousands of years ago, the Toltec, T-O-L-T-E-C, were known throughout Southern Mexico as women and men of knowledge. Um, they were essentially scientists and artists who resided in an ancient city of pyramids uh, outside of what is now Mexico City. So this is where the lineage comes from, just you know, for, for a little bit of background. And so I'm just gonna kind of jump into it, giving you some background information uh, from the book. So essentially the way that um, Don Miguel Ruiz talks about um, our existence is he says that dreaming is the main function of the mind okay so we dream all the time 24 7 we dream when we are awake and there is this kind of material frame that influences our perception this material frame is essentially what you see when you open your eyes okay so right now i'm sitting in a bedroom and it has four walls i'm sitting in front of a window there's a window blinds in this window i can see my computer i can see my speakers i can see my desk i can see my cup of coffee uh, when i look at myself i can see my hands i can see the shirt i'm wearing so that's the material frame that essentially influences our perception um, when we're awake, we are thinking linearly, uh, lin linearly, uh, in that because we have this, this material frame, because we um, see this reality, this material reality around us, you know, we tend to act accordingly, and so um, we live kind of in this moment-to-moment -moment progression. Stay with me here. When we're not awake, 
we dream uh, when we're asleep, right? And that material frame is absent, right? And this is why when we're dreaming, when we're asleep, you know, uh, we can remember some of our dreams and those dreams can um, defy the laws of gravity and whatnot. Um, they can change constantly. They can, you know, really crazy things can happen. We can fly or this or that, right? So essentially though, um, our mind is constantly dreaming. So now this may sound, like I said, bear with me here, keep an open mind. Um, this is going to speak directly to your system, your beliefs, okay? And your beliefs may, may wanna fight what I'm saying, which is totally fine, totally cool. But um, can you have an open mind for a moment? You know, if you can't you, and you're already gone, then man, good luck in uh, real estate because you're not going to have um, the mental flexibility to, to do very well in this industry, okay? Believe it or not, everybody else doesn't think the way that you think, okay? So um, I strongly encourage you to just keep an open mind uh, and, and stay with me here. So. As soon as we are born, we begin to dream the, making air quotes with my hands here, the dream of the planet, okay? This is the collective dream of billions of smaller personal dreams, all the people that have lived before us and are living now, which together creates the dream of all humanity. And all that means is basically society's rules, its beliefs, its laws, its religions, its different cultures and ways to be, governments, schools, social events, holidays, all of that um, is the, the collective kind of dream of the planet. Um, what it is we, we realize as our world, okay? Now, he goes on to talk about attention. Attention, according to Don Miguel Ruiz, is the ability we have to discriminate and to focus only on that which we want to perceive, right? If I put my attention into a book, then I'm ignoring all the other stuff around me, you know, even if the TV's on or somebody is off, uh, you know, in the background doing this or that, if I can control my attention and it's on this book, that's what I'm focused on. That's what I want to perceive. Now, we are capable of perceiving, you know, tons of things at any one time all and simultaneously. But using our attention, we can hold whatever we want to perceive in the foreground of our mind. So, like I said, I'm capable of perceiving all those different things. I'm capable of perceiving the dog um, walking down the hall while I'm trying to put my attention on this book. I can perceive my wife um, doing something in the other room. I can perceive a television on here or there. I can perceive the temperature in the room. So we're capable of perceiving all of these things simultaneously, but with our attention, we can, we can uh, focus on, on one thing. Now, here's where it gets great. The adults around us hooked our attention uh, and put information into our minds through repetition, okay? That's the way that we learned everything we know. So when we were born, all right, we, uh, we started, you know, dreaming the, the, the dream that the mind does. We started having feelings. Um, we started thinking, right? But the adults around us, you know, most likely our parents, they hooked our attention, 
um, and put information into our minds through constant repetition, right? Now they do this not because there is some like conspiracy theory um, that they have that they wanted to, to brainwash us. Um, hopefully they did that because they loved us and they wanted us to have, you know, they wanted us to be smart. They wanted us to um, be able to achieve. They wanted us to, to learn things and have a head start, right? But um, through this, um, they essentially, dare I say, somewhat kind of did program us, right? So um, is it surprising that we make some of the same mistakes that our parents make? Absolutely not, because they're the ones who essentially hooked our attention and, you know, taught us everything that, that we know, um, in addition to everybody else around us through our childhood who was trying to hook our attention, think teachers, um, pastors, um, whoever, uh, friends, um, who were trying to hook our attention and um, put information into our minds. So our entire upbringing has involved this um, domestication, is what he calls it. This learning from others, what is right and wrong, what is true, what is false learning what is acceptable or unacceptable. And all of this domestication um, helps us create our belief system. And we all have a belief system, those things that we think are right and are wrong, okay? Additionally, our need for attention um, becomes ever stronger and continues into adulthood, okay? Now that's a key point that I'm sure uh, we'll speak to in the future. So, this process of domestication is reinforced with, take a guess, how did your parents um, reinforce um, what it is they wanted you to do or learn? Chances are rewards and punishments, right? So if you did something uh, well, they'd say, oh, great job, you know, you're, you're a good boy, you're a good girl, maybe they give you a treat or something rewards. If you do something wrong, uh, now you're a bad boy. Now you're a bad girl, right? Rewards and punishments. Same thing in school. Same thing with your peers. So it is so strong, this process of domestication with rewards and punishments, that at a certain point in our lives, we no longer need anyone to domesticate us. We become our own domesticator. We have established our belief system that, you know, essentially we developed because of all the information that other people were putting into us. And now we can reward and punish ourselves. So this is, you know, quite honestly how society um, works. Somebody is born, um, their parents um, influence them, start domesticating them right away. Eventually it becomes teachers, eventually it becomes peers, eventually it becomes mentors or people that you look up to. We experience these rewards and punishments that really reinforce the belief system that's being created in us. And eventually we enter into adulthood. We have this belief system that's been established within us and we can essentially domesticate ourselves with rewards and punishments because now we believe what's right and what's wrong. And boom, that's domestication. So if you're still with me here, now we transition to uh, the next idea. Our belief system is kind of like a book of law that rules our mind. Whatever's in this book of law is our truth, okay? My belief system, my book of law might be different than yours. Uh, I'm just gonna make up some examples. Um, let's say that in my belief system, 
it is totally acceptable to cheat other people and by the way this is not this is not what I believe at all okay I just want to play the bad guy here um, but let's say that in my belief system it is totally okay to lie and cheat your way to whatever you can whatever advantage you can get over others okay if, if I can lie to somebody and they're foolish enough to believe that lie uh, and I get something from them and they lose something that in my book of law, my belief system, that's okay. Now let's say that in your belief system, that is not at all okay. In your belief system, you're more of the do unto others as you would have done unto you uh, philosophy, and you would not um, cheat or lie to somebody in order to gain an advantage, okay? So, for you, that's your truth, but for me, um, my truth is my truth, okay? You, we do, one of the main things in this thing, before I get too far ahead, is that you need to, one thing you need to realize is that your truth is your truth, but you do not control anybody else's truth, okay? Um, especially your client's truth, okay? You, your job is not to necessarily change their truth, because good luck, because their truth has been developed over the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years. So, um, you know, your chance encounter with them is unlikely to change any real core belief that they have. But, uh, you know, that, that's not your job and it, it's, you know, a waste of time anyway. So, we all have our book of law, we all have our belief system, we all have our own truth. We base all of our judgments according to that book of law or belief system. Now this is important because there is something in our minds that judges everybody and everything, okay? We judge everything, everybody. We judge the weather, we judge the dog, we judge the book, we judge the Instagram post, we judge on the bank teller, we judge the mailman, I mean, it's the, it, everything. You have, um, this essentially inner judge that uses your belief system, your book of law, to judge everything that we do and don't do, everything that you do and don't do. It judges everything that we think and don't think, it judges everything that you think and don't think, everything that we feel, everything that you don't feel. This inner judge judges everything. And this is really important. This is one of the, this is setting up an understanding of yourself so that you're more inclined to recognize that this inner judge that is has been created um, over a lifetime, your lifetime, is not always working in your best interests. And it can be the thing that impedes you. It can be the thing that ruins you as a real estate agent. It can be the thing that ruins your marriage, that destroys your relationship with your children, that makes you, you know, quite honestly, a jerk in the eyes of other people. Additionally though, also, understanding and learning um, how to manage this inner judge or simply let go of the inner judge as the you know ultimate uh, ideal can create happiness, joy, success, positivity, 
all of the great things that you probably want. And you probably are very much aware of what you want right now because it is uh, January 4th when I'm recording this. And we've all been thinking about this is the time of year when we think about what we want, right? Because we're setting our goals and we're setting our intentions, right? So you know what it is you want. But chances are, if your mindset isn't dialed in, if you haven't started to consider and be aware of these different mindset ideas, then you may not be well poised to reach your goals for 2021. So I'm going to pretty much leave it there. Like I said, I just want to leave you with that. Okay, that's a great starting point. Um, here's a quote from the, uh, where we are in the book. Everything lives under the tyranny of this inner judge. This inner judge is that, that voice in your head, in your mind, um, that has been created from your belief system, your book of law. And your belief system hasn't really been created by you, okay? Your belief system has been created by your parents, by your teachers, by your friends, and by society at large. Okay, I'm not saying that you don't have freedom of will. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that we have all been essentially filled up with other people's ideas of what is right and wrong, of what is true and what is false. So every time say that we do something that goes against that belief system, that inner judge says that we're guilty, that we need to be punished, that we should be ashamed. This happens many a times a day, all the years of our lives, okay? And as you can imagine, just from hearing me speak those words, that does not sound great, okay? That is not the pathway to success, um, whatever success is. Um, that is not the pathway to joy, to um, a better life. That is not a pathway to your big why in life. So. Four Agreements. This is an awesome book, by the way. If you really are resonating with anything that I'm saying, I'd say you know, go out and read the book for yourself. But I am going to um, continue on. And like I said, I, I do believe that mindset is what makes or breaks you as a human being. But in this context, what could definitely make or break you in the context of being a successful, successful real estate agent. With that, I'm going to leave it right there. By all means, I'm always super curious um, and excited to talk to people that are actually listening to the podcast. You can email me at john, J-O-H-N, at newagentmindset.com. I'd be happy to talk with you. Um, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook if that's what you want to do. You can check out my YouTube channel that's been um, pretty successful as far as my real estate game. Uh, that's called Living in El Paso, Texas. And until next Tuesday, we'll see you in the next time.